Um, so there's three questions there. I, I should have phrased it better. <laughs> there's three <laughs> questions. Why did you start a podcast on men's health? Yeah. And then what do you believe is missing from our conversation surrounding men's health in the world today? Or maybe two questions. <laughs> yeah. All right. So, yeah, when I think of this podcast, so I've, I think I've been looking for these deeper connections with friends for a while. And like, I have a really good support system of uh, friends of mine who I can be real with and honest with and just like be vulnerable and talk about my feelings, my emotions. I can cry with them. I can laugh with them. Um, and yeah, let me go even one step back. So one of these, this is a moment that keeps coming back in my head. But I went to one, I was hosting a conference for Isaac in Czech uh, a few years ago. Mm -hmm. And I, when I'm like a speaker or like a host, I'm always like, where it's really important to me to create like a safe space a place where people can be themselves and also be open and share like similar to what I do with my friends. And, uh, after two days, uh, in one of the sharing spaces, this one guy stood up and he was tearing up and he was telling that for the first time in his life, he felt safe to be himself, to talk about his feelings and that he grew up in a family mm -hmm. where, where he has to be strong and you're a man and you don't, you shouldn't cry. Like, you should keep all that in because you're strong you're strong and that's what a man is basically so it's this really mm -hmm. um, broken or like outdated definition of man like what a man is uh and that moment keeps coming back in my head when i also think about this podcast because like i feel like i want to create uh together with my partner surush we want to create this safe space for other people that uh and other men mm -hmm. that they can really feel like okay we don't have to adhere to the rules of being a man. It's okay in the 21st century to also have mm -hmm. feelings, cry, talk about it, open up about mm -hmm. it to your friends. Um, in the end, I feel like if we open up about these type of things and they're out there, then we can only feel more free because they're out there now. Like now it's out. It cannot hurt you anymore because it's already out in the world. Um, even if just yeah. we will know about it. Um, so yeah, that was one of the reasons to start this podcast, to provide a safe space for men to be themselves, um, to feel not alone, to feel that there's others who are also struggling or going through things. Um, mm -hmm. And um, yeah, to really just provide this uh, safe space to them and yeah, open the conversation because I think what is missing is actually the conversation. And um, maybe that's me being yeah. patient and pushing things forward by op making a podcast about it. <laughs> But uh, I truly feel like we can play an important role here because I've been talking about these issues with my support system for a while. And it's been so freeing and such a great experience for me in the long run. Made me a better person. Made, yeah, got me to where I am today. And I just want to yeah, provide that opportunity to um, every man around out there, wherever they are in whatever circumstances they are. And um, yeah, with Suruj, uh, who's my friend, and we started the podcast together. We're both really passionate about this. And he also felt this yeah. need for connecting with the world in that way. And we both wanted to really open up and be vulnerable about our own experiences in life and our own struggles as yeah. well, which is a really big challenge yeah. actually when you know you're talking to the world all of a sudden. Um, yeah. But um, yeah, so, and then at some point we just said, okay, why don't we start recording these conversations? And then that's how the idea of the podcast yeah. was that's yeah. amazing man. i i think that's very valuable and you're 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 adding a lot of value because you're 
you never know who would be listening to one of your conversations and then that would be so beneficial for them that they, I mean, kind of alter their life's path in a way. And that's one of the most powerful things you can do. Uh, and I, I like, that's pretty great that you're able to create a safe space within uh, environments that people are able to be themselves because it's not an easy thing to do, I think. And as, as that guy was saying as well, I think there's so many different perceived uh, perceptions of masculinity. Uh, like every person you would talk to, they would have a different perception because of their background, because of their family, culture, religion, uh, how many, whatever points you can raise. And then in the end of the day, the only thing that helps is talking about it, which is quite simple, but also the most difficult is because I think it deals with vulnerability. Yeah. And I really love this. Uh, I don't know if you've read Brene Brown or watched any of her TED Talks. Mm -hmm. uh, she talks a lot about uh, differentiating between shame and vulnerability because a lot of people don't share or be vulnerable because they feel it's shame or it's guilt. Yeah. Uh, and it, like it, like you have to overcome that to create deeper connections. I think with yourself, because initially, at least in my experience, I was not being vulnerable with myself. Uh, and not doing service to myself, I would say, by not sharing. So I, I think it, it begs the biggest question or bigger question of being vulnerable with the world. And I think as you're on this journey now, you'll just start becoming more and more <laughs> vulnerable and maybe a little less impatient. <laughs> yeah. No, I feel... Yeah. But how... I, you yeah, feel what? Leo and uh, everything you just said. Like, uh, yeah, I think actually vulnerability starts with yourself. And that's also how it started yeah. for me. I'm really vulnerable with myself. And then I open up to others about it. And then you can open up to, to the world about it. And I think this podcast now is me trying to open up to the world about it uh, and attempt to. Yeah. Yeah. And I think people really like it's very underrated that people. People value uh, good and honest conversations because I don't think there are many out there or maybe it's just not the ones that I'm listening to. <laughs> yeah. But at least the ones that I come across, there are very few podcasts that are very open and very like from the heart, so as to say. And I feel like as a human being, when you're doing that, people are surprised positively because not many people do that. Like they're not many people are just honest and wholeheartedly talking about what other people can connect to. And I think that connection, regardless of if it's in the audio format or if it's someone you never know about, that is what matters the most in a way. Yeah. 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 It, it, it's, I mean, it's, it's a tough journey. I'm, I think we are talking about it quite nonchalantly right now <laughs> but it's a pretty tough journey and it's i think it's a very personal journey for each person uh, and you really need to sit with your so as to say your perceived demons inside you and once you I, like you said like once you do that then they just disappear because you've been running away from it for so long yeah that is not that big
yeah or you just like or you just take the necessary steps to work with them because sometimes they don't just disappear like i'm also now uh in therapy actually for the first time and uh yeah with all the stuff they say about therapy i don't know what your thoughts are on it but uh i've heard a lot of like negative talk about therapy as well like you have problems why do you need help like we can fix this ourselves yeah but uh, going through therapy and i've only been to a couple of sessions so far i really feel like i can now like work on these type type of demons in a structured way and address them in a healthy way like with someone who's been like uh, working on these type of issues every day um so yeah i can also really uh, recommend that uh to anyone actually nowadays um go to therapy see uh, what it can bring you i mean you can't lose anything Yeah, I I think everyone should go to therapy. Yeah. Uh, 100%. <laughs> I, I agree. Yeah. <laughs> even if I mean even with the work that you do on yourself, I think therapy just enhances all of that. Yeah. Uh I've been to therapy some years ago. I really needed it and I mm-hmm. thought I didn't. And uh, and but the, as uh, you were saying there is still a certain uh, negative uh yeah. association placed with therapy uh if you tell someone that you know I go to therapy they're like mm, maybe there's something really wrong with you yeah. and i think the people who say that are the people who need therapy the most what is scared of more to man yeah yeah exactly what are you hiding bro like what is this insecurity what is it coming from yeah yeah agrees 100% yeah but it's uh Yeah, I think therapy is pretty, like I had a guest on my podcast who's a th- who's a psychotherapist from Canada and the way he was describing, you know, s- small general interactions of like of course he didn't share any specifics, like he, he can't share them, mm-hmm. but certain scenarios of people how they've been together for like years and then how things start falling apart because of small things and misunderstandings and because they are not addressed as you said in a healthy way. they just keep on building up and up and up until the point that the two people can't even recognize each other but they didn't intervene in time like from with the therapist or even themselves like just sitting down and talking about it in a healthy way so i think definitely therapy is uh, something that shines a light on a lot of things and i think a lot of uh, at least for me it taught me a lot of the overthinking i was doing and making scenarios in my mind by myself the scenarios that did not exist at all and then you're like oh shit that was all a lie i was telling myself just to in a way to protect myself from whatever is out there because that's a side of you uh that's a part of you as well like you said like you need to sit with it and accept it and appreciate it <laughs> yeah appreciate the the highs and the lows because the lows will just lead you to the next high i would say Yeah. Yeah, man. I think I I've started to understand like that you learn more about yourself in the lows than in the highs. <laughs> That's true. you grow more in the lows than if you take the time to do it. Yeah. For sure. I learn more to appreciate and just be like I think that's something also like I actually just talked about this with my brother last night that uh I think a lot of times we don't even realize how happy we could be or like how amazing the present moment is 
and we just look at the next uh like we're just let's say like we're kind of drifting a bit through life you know we wake up we go to work we come home we cook dinner we watch netflix we go to bed but not realizing mm-hmm. that we have everything we could ask for in life and uh, we have so many reasons to be happy like is that good friends a little bit good food that we're able to sit down on the couch mm-hmm. watch a good movie or just spend good company with someone um yeah, yeah. a lot of things um that while while you're happy you're a lot of times not recognizing how happy you are actually and then when you're but when you're yeah. sad you're very sad like that one you're feeling like really hard and then that overthinking starts and then so that yeah yeah well, like um was an inter- interesting conversation i'm still reflecting on it a bit and what to take from it but uh that was one thought i just uh, yeah 